0: What is up, everybody? Liam Murphy back with Davis Maddox for another drafters stream. Let's make sure we have our right overlay on Uh, drafters.com promo code chess, Liam. And if you wanted to draft with us, hopefully you were sitting in the lobby because Davis and I always check how many are filled beforehand. It was 10 out of 12. We both got the last two spots. Davis pulled the 104. I pulled the 112. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Davis, how are you doing today, man?
1: You know, I just watched Pete's beautiful parody video. He's outdone himself. I mean, that was a virtuoso performance of comedy. He is the he is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. You
0: were the uh, main character in in that because um, I mean, arguably that is the funniest piece of uh, funniest I, piece of content. obviously
1: obviously that part was like i thought the value hound stuff was good i also my my favorite bit was was pete breaking character and being like no i actually have zero david montgomery through like 300 drafts (laughs) like him showing literally zero percent david montgomery was really funny
0: yeah um i'm gonna comment on it because he featured one of my thumbnails too i i didn't purely get the joke i think it's that I'm like having a bunch of different you're, guests. Yeah, you're
1: just bringing literally anyone on. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it was good. A- Andrea Barber was a,
0: was a deep poll. That was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if he has it in, uh, I think Andrea would give us a great fantasy take. Um, but, Davis, this is our last drafter stream together until post honeymoon for you. Is the wedding this weekend? Weddings, weddings, and. Forty-eight hours, man. Wow, man. Talk the people through. Uh, talk the people through that, man. What's uh? We'll get to the fantasy football, but that's you know we we can get back to the fantasy whenever. Talk the people through the pre-wedding uh, planning jitters and any of that. When, when are people? People probably are coming in. Uh, what tomorrow?
1: Yeah, people are people are getting in tomorrow. I mean, the dude, it just really is crazy to. Like, I assume it's kind of like anything in life, like any big life thing. Like, you know, you graduate college or you, you buy a house, not even buying a house was easier than this, to be honest. Um, it just, it's, it's really, it's really insane to just have so much of your life leading up to like one day. Like, it's crazy. It's like, you know, these, this is the only time in my life. All these people are all going to be in one place. Like it'll literally be the only time. Like, it's just, it's, it's very crazy. Like it's, it's, um, it's, I think it's going to be hard to, like, take a moment and just, like, be there, you know? Because I think it's yeah. like, such a wild day. But that's what everyone's told me is, like, you got to just take, like, five minutes or whatever to just kind of appreciate what it all is instead of just being wrapped up in how crazy it all is.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you not only have to juggle different friend groups, friends, but, like, you and your wife also have to juggle talking to grandma and grandpa, and you know, like, so it's, like, all of this and... It, I I think I've heard it either like goes in slow mo, you know, or it's like snap, holy shit, it's over, you know. Um, and no, you're right, like part of getting older is realizing that hey, like some of your friends that you count as like a really good friend, you could see less than 10 times for the rest of your life, yeah, you know, like and and like that's just you know, like a friend when you get older is like, look, man, if you live in this state and I live in this state, like and we don't have a fantasy football draft, a golf outing, something that we get together for, like you might just kind of grow apart. You know, I mean, that's
1: I, so I moved away from the city where, where me and all my friends moved to after college. So I don't see them that many times a year. Anyway, now I've been seeing them a lot recently. Cause we've all had stuff like we did my bachelor party and we, we got together like a party for my buddy's uh, 30th birthday and stuff like that. But some of my buddies like, you know, I might see you twice a year or what, like, you know, it just, that's just kind of life. Like, it's crazy.
0: Twice a year is like opt- optimistic even, you know, because it's like holidays get taken now with different family. family sure. Yeah. But, I
1: mean, pretty much it's like, we'll do one golf outing and then a fantasy football draft. Like the fantasy football draft is like the lifeblood. Like it's like, you just gotta, you just, even if you don't like fantasy football that much anymore, you gotta show up for that.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's uh. You know, like I'm the commissioner of my college fantasy football league, and you know, like there people have always been interested in it for trash talk, but post college, I think people really start like appreciated it because it's something that brings a bunch of guys together from college. We drink, we jump on Zoom, we talk shit, we catch up, you know, and and it and it keeps you connected. Um, I'm going to my uh, friend's bachelor party. I'm going to fly out next week so I'm looking forward to that. So that that's how I kind of stay connected. I together. I got
1: I got real hot takes on bachelor parties and I probably not that many people will agree with me, but it, I I think that the bachelor party where the whole agenda is going out multiple nights in a row is a suboptimal way to do it. I think it's Absolutely. so much I think it's so much better when it's I mean like we like golf and like a lot of people like golf, but it, it doesn't it totally doesn't have to be golf. It can be uh just like whatever it is that your friend and group likes i think it's so much more optimal when it's set up around like a group activity
0: yeah to me like the vegas bachelor party can be the nut low if you um i don't know it's just like that's not my idea of a good time and like catching catching up with friends like my this is my second bachelor party i'm going on the first one was down in key west which was You know, like yeah, we went out, we had drinks, but we also, you know, we could hang, we could hang. We we
1: we did like that. So one of my my first buddy who got married, and this was a long time ago. This was like we were all younger then, so it was like people were more. Like once you're like, I so I'm about to be thirty, right? So. Yeah, so it's like like and I don't drink anyway, but like my friends are just less interested in going out and like, you know, go, like getting super crazy these days. But when my buddy got married when we were all 24, 25, we did New Orleans and went out every night. We did stuff during the day too, but people were just like, you know, comatose until like noon.
0: I'm much. really looking forward to this bachelor party because we're going to Burlington, Vermont and it's going to like we got a lake house, so yes. it's turned- it's gonna be like us playing cornhole. We'll be drinking Budweiser's, but um you know, like hanging on the lake. Lake-time, lake time is ideal, you know. Lake
1: Bachelor, Bachelorette parties, super ideal. Cause you can drink, like you can you can do whatever, but like also it's like way lower cost to do it that way. Like I I I don't know if you know this, but like girls' bachelorette parties, like it's insane. Like these girls are like dropping thousands of dollars to do these trips. Like it's nuts.
0: Yeah, man, I mean, that just kind of happened to my girlfriend. It's like one of her friends was a bit wealthier and I think just like lives in La La Land and is not connected to like the modern day person. And it was like, yeah, we're doing mine in Turks and Caicos. And, and, like, and
1: you got, and there's a dress code, and you got to bring you got to bring decor and like there. it's like it's in it's these these bachelor parties are crazy dude yeah
0: like i would be very mindful of my friends and their finance like i would not be like hey guys we're going to italy and like good good like hope you can make it there like hope you know take a loan out you know like we we just did for for mine we just golfed a whole weekend we just went to
1: we just went to like a nice golf course and anyone who wanted to golf could golf and we got we did like one like steakhouse dinner but it was pretty it was a great time.
0: Um, that's a, cool. I like golf and I, and I want to get more into golf, but like I, I kind of go back and forth on it because with golf, I never want to play 18 rounds ever. like nine nine is ideal to me 18 I, I, I'm new I'm newer to golf. but the other thing to me is like you know like I grew up playing tennis. like so there's some sports that I know for me sure. in 10 years time. I'm just, it's just like not going to be realistic. So I want to kind of commit to those sports. Dude, and tennis You can play until you're really old. You just have to switch up how you play. Yeah. Or pickleball, like pickleball can be the, uh, the, whatever, you know,
1: no golf golf is the best because you can play until you are 80. I mean, you can play until you can't walk anymore, I played, I played a, uh, a round of golf with my great grandfather uh, who was 96 and he died like three months later but he was still like, cause that's you a could... special
0: moment though. You know, like you got to share. Oh yeah,
1: it was great. But it was just because it's, it's, it's just the only thing that you can still do when you are, when that's literally the only sport you can do.
0: Yeah. That, 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 age. Um, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, man, I'm the, I'm trying to get a golf trip kind of going with the guys from my bachelor party, my hometown friends, just another thing to keep us together. Like regarding the lake weekends, something we've done for a while was like get together for the 4th of July up in New Hampshire and it's like those are always the best the best resets for me um and and like i was listening to the cast the other day and i heard you mention like you're feeling a bit burnt out from drafts brother i ripped 50 puppies on stream yesterday um i, I didn't mean to i scheduled it at the same time as the Swolecast. wait
1: did you say 50
0: i did 50 at the same time just like <laughs> like I, like I was just trying to, you know, like get a clickbaity video out there. Slash the puppy's about to fool, so I wanted to get some down. So did you do?
1: Did you do five at a time, and then like enter new ones, or you just clicked enter fifty all at once?
0: So I opened five different windows, each with ten tabs, and each had a draft. So like I could see the tab, telling me how many picks away it was. And the thing is, like my monitor is like fifteen inches, so I don't, I don't have the the, the space. The, yeah, the pieces to like support what I was doing. Um and midway through that, it was just like all my dopamine was like gone. I was like, you can like yeah. see me age like years in that draft. And you
1: can't be you can't be uh you can't be talking while you do that. Like there's just not there's not you don't have enough brain power.
0: Yeah, no, I mean like my anxiety got pretty high as we, like and I was like autoing left and right. And the the thing is underdog um they added that auto-draft feature, which was great. So it was. Like but I it
1: stinks, stinks in that situation. And you probably don't have custom rankings uploaded either. Well, so what
0: happened was I set my preset um, positional limits to three, six, seven, three, And the idea was I drafted every single – I tried to draft every single team zero RB and just let myself auto the quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends. Sure. Um, and then – but what happened was I – with the like I you know, totally bad planning by me, by the way. like I did not test any of this. I was just like, let's rip fifty right now. Um, and what happened was if you auto one draft, every single tab opens the the you've been autoed screen. and now, so now I have to click into the thing and oh yeah, 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 yeah and get the pick. Um so it was rough, but so how a- many
1: teams, how many teams did you draft that are are live out of those fifty?
0: I think, like, 30, 25. There's
1: no way. I call so much
0: bullshit. There's no way. 30. There's some teams that are, like, good. Like, there's some teams. And the other nice thing is with Underdog being sharpish, like, you can just auto into some stacks, you know? Like- oh,
1: because of the way the ADP is pre-set up. Yeah, because, because like, I've, I've actually been noticing this because I've been getting ready to do, like, the main event and stuff uh where it's just like the adps are so noticeably different because like like for example like way the stefan diggs uh josh allen adp is just like naturally preset or whatever is just so different because people are not consciously trying to build that every time or or keenan allen and mike williams
0: you know yeah like i like full auto except for i think i like hand drafted chase and evans but i got uh tom brady evans gauge team and mac Jones, Devonte Parker, um Damian Harris, uh Ken Kendrick Bourne and Taquan Thornton. So like a a nice like double and triple stack team. Um and yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of the teams were fine in the beginning and then I I don't even know. <laughs> you know, like they they turned uh it got pretty crazy, but I'm happy to have the action down because you know, I, I don't think I'm going to fill the puppy 3 at this point. Um I've been I-
1: I've been doing like 5 at a time on the treadmill and I'm up to 48 with 11 slows going right now.
0: You uh, what are you what's your plan? That's probably it. I'm probably
1: done cuz yeah. cuz I need everything else. I want to focus on BBM3.
0: Are you uh waffling at all on the idea of Doing some slows over the honeymoon, or you still kind of throw in a couple there. I, there's no way I'm not gonna. Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll
1: do like five or something.
0: You know. Honestly, I think like ten is really manageable. Having because I'm in some slows for DK high stakes FFBC. God, this I,
1: ADP is so bad in this range. We haven't talked about this draft. I like literally have no pick to make here.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we'll summarize the team after. So my team is a. <laughs> DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, Marquise Brown, Gabriel Davis, J.K. Dobbins, Kyler Murray team. And Davis has a cup, Kamara, Pitts, Juju, Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, like what you did is right though. You took Kadarius Toney there, but it's like, God damn, that guy was going in the 10th round.
1: Yeah, are you uh, starting to are you starting to get to the point of the offseason where like the drafts like honestly feel different to you based on what your muscle memory has been like because the ADP is starting to just move so much?
0: Yeah, I think the teams like I'm gonna have uh, me and Pat are gonna do a big deep dive on this tomorrow on my channel. Um Pat Crane because he just released that great article. And oh, I totally the- I had
1: a I had a bone to pick with you and I because I, I I gamed I just I thought about this a lot yesterday and I'm pretty sure that a lot of the best ball bros are are getting the wrong conclusions from the the week 17 like nothing matters other than week 17 mantra.
0: Uh, go, let's pick the bone first. So go, go ahead. Okay.
1: So this is, uh, this is where I've landed, which is like, so if if the conceit is, uh, all that matters is week 17, I just want to win money in week 17. And the advance rates are so infinitesimal that, uh, you know, if given the option between like Javante Williams with a low advance rate, but a good week 17, uh, uh, a good week 17 projection or whatever, um, I I actually have reverted all the way around to like the Leone type of thinking, which is just, I just want to advance as many teams as possible because if you grant the conceit that nothing matters and we can't really control it, like we can't control the week 17 projections, right? I got to fucking fly in my office. He doesn't want to leave me alone. Um, So like, like Josh Jacobs, great example of this, right? No one really wants him as like a week 17 guy. No one thinks he's a good pick, whatever. But if he just kind of stays healthy Samir White is fine. Kenny and Drake are fine, but neither of them are, like, breakouts, which I think pretty low opportunity. Uh, you know, like, a 25-point game for him is not totally out of the realm of consideration, right? And in just a standard distribution, if he averages, like, 15 fantasy points per game, and I'm just using him as an example, not saying you should be drafting Josh Jacobs, but, but really – the, the best ball bros are, are actually making the same point I am. They're just taking a different conclusion, which is we can't control shit about Week 17. Like, we don't, we don't know what players are going to score the points. So just having as many teams there as possible, and in terms of, like, okay, Davis, great, Galaxy Brain Theory, like, what does that matter? I think it slightly... It it slightly actually tells you you should be drafting a little bit less aggressively, a little bit less hyper fragile, a little bit less zero RB, and more just some of these boring teams, you know, not not really reaching super hard on the stacks. Now, I am, I am, I stack a lot. I am a a giga stacker for sure and and do really like the week 17 stuff. But I I do think kind of at the end of the day, it is just about if you can advance 30% of your teams into the first round and then 50% of those teams get through, and then you have five teams in the final, that is just like a nut outcome, regardless That's of what players. That's just not
0: happening, though. Regar- but I'm,
1: what I'm saying is regardless of the players on those teams.
0: So here's what I would say. If I was trying to advance a team versus if I'm trying to build build teams to win the contest, what that kind of comes down to is trying to advance a unique team right so i advanced under expectation last year but the teams i did advance were very unique compared and i
1: i think that doesn't i think that doesn't matter at all i mean i can i can see why in a theoretical game it out what's the expected value of this team sense why it matters right like having a mon st brown or noah Fant or whatever unique in the final i totally i totally get what you're saying and i i don't you know i'm, I'm not gonna But i built my teams map. both
0: way like i I build my teams. What I would say is the chalk sharp way to build teams. Like the, the, I I can easily do those. Real
1: real also, quick. The FF King here. What a dickhead! Just taking an MVS and Sky Moore back to back there when he knows I have the uh, the Chiefs team set up.
0: Um, yeah, but I mean, how can we fault him? It's like two good two good standalone pieces, you know. He's got
1: um, a he's got a Josh Allen team. What a he's what's he doing, bro? He's got to well, say maybe he's he so.
0: thought maybe he wanted Gabe Davis and I snagged him on that tilting um but you know like I don't know I think a lot about this and I chant but I build my team's chalk sharp and I also build my team's zero RB not non non chart non chalk too and I think I think in general advancing is pretty easy if you hit on a league winner right so like last year if you had a JT if you are cup Andrews, like you can advance whatever so mix in the league winners with some more extreme builds of whatever like you know if i was just trying to advance a team i would probably i mean it's a little bit different today with quarterbacks but i would try to wait as long as possible my qb i would start with two running backs then i'd hit wide receiver go try to get an elite tight end or go volume you know like i don't know there's different things i could do to try to advance um like two, two years ago, you could pretty much just fill out your starting lineup except for quarterback and just go volume at quarterback and advance everything. If you were taking like the DK Metcalf, Allen Robinson, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen tier of wide receivers two years ago Um, and starting with like two round one running backs. But, you know, it's about advancing teams that are just unique. Compared to the playoff field, you know, and and I just,
1: I don't know if that, I don't know if that's true because like what, how much uniqueness do you need? What defines uniqueness? Is it enough to have a couple unique 16, 17, 18 round picks with a couple spike weeks, you know, like, like I, I think, I think specifically drafting for uniqueness in the early rounds, uh, combinatorially, I think is fine. But cost wise, I think is bad, right? Like if you just think a guy is a like Javante Williams, like if you just think Javante is a bad cost, you shouldn't be taking him. I don't think that's true. But Javante is a is an example that people use of a guy with who who is I mean, he compared to his median projection, he's the most overdrafted player. Yeah, but like season. the
0: example of Javante is like, I think I can drag him to the playoffs where others are worse at doing that. If if he is you know, like you can win with Javante in so many ways. A Melvin Gordon goes down and then he would actually be like a top five pick in the NFL draft um, in the fantasy draft, or he is someone that, you know, just late season, you have a lower owned star. Like I saw Javante play when Melvin Gordon was down last year. He is a star. I'm not, I have no question about that. I know, but
1: we're, so we're getting too far in the weeds uh, from, from my point though. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is just that I think that, whatever data you have access to that helps you advance more teams just to the the first round of the playoffs is the right way to be drafting and i'm not even saying i know the right things to do that i'm just saying that i'm not uh like going crazy trying to get unique teams although i mean i still am week 17 correlating a lot in the playoff formats on on DraftKings and on underdog like i you know when I draft a Cowboy, I'm drafting a Titan a lot of the time. When I'm drafting a Chief, I'm drafting a Bronco a lot of the time,
0: you know. But yeah, I mean, ultimately everything is thin, right? Like you need to be really like top. Five best ball,
1: and- best ball of Any three is just so big that it's like broken our brains. It's like the numbers have gotten so big and so dramatic that it's just hard to make any sense of what we're actually doing.
0: Yeah, and we did, and we've done so high volume of drafts that you. You know, so I'm looking forward to talking to Pat tomorrow about ways to approach because if you just look at some of your earlier Best Ball Mania 3 teams from like start of season, you cannot make those teams anymore. You know, like I looked at a team the other day and it's like it has Jamar Jefferson, it had Kamara, it had um, Chubb, and then it also had Gabriel Davis, um, it had uh, Godwin, and it had like Sutton on it. You know, so basically, has like two extra fourth round picks on the on the field from now. So it's how do we adjust to the current draft? And like, I think if I could go back in time, I would even do more teams early. You know, like sure, I'll accept that I'll have Gronk on some of those teams, Um, but I don't know. And you speak about main event tomorrow. I'm doing a main event at 1 p.m. I just I just signed up for it, so uh, that's that's gonna be fun. But um, I don't know, man. I think. I think a lot I think you unless you've really been in the like being in the underdog playoffs last year and looking through the team Oh
1: look at this guy going going unless you've been there you
0: can't know <laughs> I'm not I'm me. not trying to Dave kitchen you but you, what You I'm, literally
1: this is Liam this is this, I can't I can't respect this take bro
0: No no what I'm saying is like looking through those teams and looking through like Hayden Winks each week would post out the ownership of players like you just wouldn't believe how ownership condenses, condenses. Like, what does what would it have taken for uh, Mark Andrews and Cooper Cup team in the finals to win last year? Like, it was really they—they they were both represented at fifty percent. You know, like I guess, yeah, if they just had all the best players, sure. But yeah, but
1: but what? So what I'm saying is, but like, here's they, even even trying to control for that is insane because okay, let's say Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews are the guy you need to get there, and then. Like you have a, a round 17 Romeo Dubes team, and Dubes scores twice the week of the it's like It's like you just you can't control for that. You're There's, just trying to there get as many is, teams some things there. you
0: can do that I have no question you can control for. Here's an example that I have no question you can control to get leverage on the field in the finals. Either you do double elite tight end, or you do an elite tight end with two other late round tight ends, with the theory being one elite tight end can drag a lower owned elite tight end to the finals and or the elite tight end can get you there and then you have two other shots that are not largely represented but if you're if you're
1: game. trying to calculate EV the chances of that team advancing are like mega low
0: sure but like
1: that's the case for everything yeah but just because it's low doesn't mean you should be purposely trying to lower it to have a greater uniqueness factor in week 17
0: i mean like what is good to advance? You know, like what is that even based off historical?
1: Just game? like just
0: like a normal points distribution that you yeah, would need. At I don't think position. people realize how different the draft landscape is today. Like, go back and look at some draft boards from last year, and you'll be like, "Holy shit!" Like, Julio was a fourth round pick. Mike Davis was a fourth round pick. Like, they're I don't think there's there's just making, making
1: just making no, there are plenty of landmines. There they're there, there are guys who are gonna be hurt. Like they're like, sure, there's all sure. but there's
0: not as there. many like clear landmine like I clear faded a lot of people last year. How I'm about
1: not- how about uh Deontay Johnson? Like cl- clearly just a terrible pick, like not gonna reward drafters in the fourth round. The talent like, is there though, like that's a talented wide receiver. But the, like, the team the team is terrible though, and they're they have no upside to being a good offense.
0: Um they could get there in a damn Albert O. Albert O was passed by Davis. Alberto is interesting. There, he is like starting
1: to come back up. He had gotten so cheap for like a yeah. week, and now he's starting. I don't. He's starting to really come back up.
0: Um, I don't really know what I'm doing with these picks. I guess I
1: don't really know what you're doing either here with these picks, bro. Uh, we're
0: we're filling out our running back room. We're done at RB probably, and we got five wide receivers, and then we're gonna go. You know, we're gonna get three tight ends. Er Smith, I know he's got a broken thumb, but like the upside case is still there with him. Um, and we got players on on what should be good teams, other than the Falcons, you know, and maybe is
1: the uh. We, so James White retired today. Are you going to? I want to talk to you about that. Are you going to start taking some Pierre strong?
0: I don't know, man. Like. I also want to talk about the Pacheco shit because Rojo was running with the third team. I, I've
1: already, I've already missed, I've already missed this boat. So it's like if Pacheco is the guy you need, I've already lost. Like I wasn't. Bro, getting you got time. You, there's main events that are just starting. There's like I, it's also it's like I actually think that the the most bullish thing about this seventh round rookie getting really good and sending Rojo to the third team is like clearly that just means Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is gonna play a lot. Like that's just that's what it has to mean.
0: Or it's a bad sign for Clyde's Edwards Lair That I I don't think there's any way to interpret it that way. McKinnon got work with the first team, Pacheco and Ceh. It's yeah, he, not was a great... always, he was always going to get work with the first team. McKinnon, I, I McKinnon think is... Rojo's a fine pick. Like he's not going to just like retire, you know? No, but he can get cut and then go be the third string running back in Seattle or whatever. Well, yeah, that would be. That would be bad, but you know, some needier team would sign him. No, because the market
1: is all messed up because Kareem Hunt is available.
0: Yeah, but that's going to be kind of expensive. Like te- teams aren't too, like you know, I think like the Jamal Adams trade a couple years ago. Like people aren't trying to buy depreciating assets. Teams aren't, you know.
1: I mean, you could get Kareem Hunt for a fifth round pick. Because the that's, Browns, the Browns want
0: to. Like, how much you got to pay the guy? You know,
1: like six million. That's a lot. I think. That's a lot. No. No. These teams can always find. They can convert. It's like it Will Fuller for noticed. $6 million. <sighs> Buddy, Will Fuller. We need to hear something.
0: Um. All right. Summarizing our last couple picks, since you last heard, I went Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, Tyler Boyd, and then I threw in Patterson, Irv Smith, and Alexander Madison. Davis, since the Tony pick, went Pollard, CEH, Robert Woods, Nicole Hardman, Henderson, and... Trevor Lawrence, to go with uh, no one.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you can you can backdoor him. That's yeah. The, you
0: can back you can backdoor him easy. That's
1: um, what you that's what you want. Is
0: Trev? I noticed you take Trevor. lies. is he a huge tear break for you or?
1: I well one. I think it's I think it's an absolutely massive tear break. Um, I think the I think the difference from him to Jameis Daniel Jones, etc. Like I think is huge. Like once I think after him you get into the guys you can't confidently say you're playing 17 games. I get I guess Mac Jones is definitely playing 17 games, but just has like no ceiling. Uh but also it's like every report out of Jacksonville makes That's it good. sound like Urban was the problem, right? It's it's all like Trevor Lawrence looks good. He's calling his own plays, he's not throwing any interceptions, the wide receivers look good. Yeah, I did I didn't I didn't uh, I did not mean to do that, but I am the 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 drumbeat on Damian Pierce is all sounding really good right now, but it's not like you can still get him in round twelve, round thirteen in these drafts. So like, I like I'm gonna buy that because like I I like him better than like Michael Carter or uh, yeah. It's it's
0: interesting how like drafters and underdog like uh, Michael Carter goes in like the one sixties on underdog ish. Yeah, and Damian Pierce goes in like the round eleven. Um, I James just got taken, so I don't. For me, Jameis is the end of the tier. Then it's then it's a big gap.
1: Well, I can't uh, I can't be too invested in Jameis because a huge portion of my portfolio is allocated to Taysom Hill. Eventually, starting some games at quarterback.
0: Yeah, but that uh, first off, you can't do that on drafters. So you can ignore your you can ignore your underdog portfolio in that sense.
1: No, but it's all you got to treat it as all one combined. Like you know, I'm making specific. I think bets. That's right.
0: I don't think that's oh
1: i guarantee i'm right i guarantee that this is just like modern portfolio theory like you can't be betting
0: you can't treat everything as one portfolio but you also can realize that there's different scoring settings and shit on different websites yeah
1: but you you're we're really what we're doing is we're betting on playing time at the end of the day with a lot of these and you can't be i think it's bad to be
0: hedging against yourself um It's not hedging against yourself. Like Taysom Hill is not something you're counting on. It's a long shot bet that if it pays out, wins you a lot of money. So Right, but I
1: don't, but at the same time, at the same time, I don't want to be betting on outcomes that completely preclude myself from I I don't want to be betting on things
0: that because if Jameis has a good season, Taysom can't be the guy that wins me two million dollars. That's not true. Jameis can have a great season. And then Taysom scores two rushing touchdowns week 17.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, like the We the, got we it, got so we got so many outs with Taysom, buddy. Exactly so Like outs. Taysom could be just the straight up tight end. Like he could only see tight end in Wildcat packages. Well, like, that's what that's what uh that's what it is. But so like
1: even if you're specific-
0: like you're talking about drafters cumulative points versus underdog week 17. Like Jameis yeah. can James can give you five 30 point weeks and be a really helpful piece piece for drafters
1: yeah no that's that's true uh i
0: i do just mean in general though i think you should be treating your portfolio on all the sites like the same i i pretty much do but there's some different things i do like especially drafters drafters is a totally different story than the player I, yeah I, do, I don't draft
1: any injured or suspended guys and i draft more old guys on drafters for sure
0: yeah, like Mark Ingram is not a button I would click in playoff format, but um, Mark Ingram on like a site like this, I'll I'll click sometimes. Um,
1: I I was drafting a little bit of Ingram before the Kamara like injunction or whatever came down on Underdog. Uh, what I mean, have you have has anyone uh, thrown out the galaxy brain theory to you that Kamara's suspension could come in mid season and then all of a sudden Mark Ingram is the Saints starting running back in the playoffs?
0: yeah, um, I don't know, man. Like in general, the way I play is like if a 30 year old running back or so is the piece I need, I lose. you know? and like good good game, everyone else that loaded up there, chasing chasing the falling sword, you know? Um, I'm trying to project the future, not not catch the tail end of careers, usually
1: um yeah i mean that's that's generally the way that's generally the way i play too but um i feel that best ball is a different game than manage like i'm so much more likely to just load up on 23 year olds and manage or whatever like you do just need some dusty guys to get you 11 points some weeks in in best ball
0: yeah um how do you feel about your team so far
1: uh, this is a good team. This is actually this is a pretty good team. This is probably the the best one that you and I have done on stream together up until this point. Uh, a zero RB build with my two favorite zero RB guys, Pollard and Ch Mahomes. You can't double. call it
0: zero RB build when your wide receivers four and five are Robert Woods and Michael Hardman. Robert Woods, great example. And of a guy. A three running backs before those guys.
1: Great. Well, whatever. Modified. Not, this is not
0: zero RB at all. This is like hero RB with robust mixed in, <laughs> yeah, you know, like. this is a good team. That's a good team. And I have Cooper Cup and then
1: I have this year's Cooper Cup in Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, Kyle Pitts. So I'm, I'm just like, I'm really trying to take a lot of Kyle Pitts right now.
0: Your top five, your top four skill position players definitely have the potential to be like pieces you had to have um, in, in drafters to like, be be live you know like I'm, last year like you had to have jamar chase you had to have mark andrews you had to have jt right? i i'm
1: feeling by the way also just like more and more bullish on the chiefs by the day after looking at i i i want to i want to I, I don't think that people are really realizing this i want to read out some of the guys who were playing snaps for the kansas city chiefs at uh at O-line. Receiver last year they're so O-line
0: and they're yeah they're passing i over. mean it's all
1: it's all improved um but these are, these are some of the guys who are getting meaningful snaps for the Kansas City Chiefs last year. Demarcus Robinson played their second most snaps at wide receiver last year. He is, um, I mean, is he the most empty calorie wide receiver in the NFL? Got to be close, right? But The guy who gives you absolutely no production. McCole uh, Hardman had to play 52% of the snaps. He will now be their fourth wide receiver. Byron Pringle, undrafted free agent, 5'10". Uh, you know
0: yeah they lost the top end talent in Tyreek but they all the the bottom end
1: the bottom end is like unbelievable and and even and even like if this Pacheco guy is actually good replacing Daryl snaps with him like Daryl is the most ham and egger guy ever uh and then another year another year for so Jody Fortson is a converted wide receiver to tight end he's got like like the backup tight ends Noah Gray like I would expect those guys to be better than Blake Bell who is like a total, just like a, a, he's like Lee Smith for the bills, right? He just does nothing. Like, I, I just think, I think it's really set up the chiefs to be really, and their defense is bad, right? I mean, that's maybe the biggest component is it's not, they're not going to be able to hand the ball off to, to these Yeah. Guys. They could
0: be like a, they could be like a, if, if everything goes wrong in their division games, they could be like a seven win team and still be some of the top fantasy producers in football. Um, you know like the the like as far as like winning real games and fantasy points that does it's not like the chiefs don't need to be a playoff team if their defense is terrible and or the the AFC West is just loaded um but they could also be a playoff team but like that it's pretty irrelevant to me as far as like assessing the pieces i want um and their o line it like i was listening to the ETR free pod i'm pretty sure Brandon Thorpe has number 2 in the NFL um which yeah. for a guy like Pat Mahomes is pretty important. Like Pat Mahomes versus Josh Allen, Mahomes needs a little bit more O line help than than more more. This is, this
1: is such them. a this is such a classic spot where you and I are just like never like we're so homers and baked in our takes. Like you'll be like, yeah, you know Mahomes kind of needs a little bit more help, and I'd be like. Josh Allen averaged 7.1 YPA last year. Like are we feeling?
0: Like, you know, it's like you and I are just Yeah, like, but Josh Allen was thrown to Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders. It's, it's, it's Patrick
1: Mahomes is thrown to Demarcus Robinson and McCall Hardman, addition. bro.
0: Okay, but they had Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Like and he, had, never, he, had, he had never he had, had second Diggs. Lead. This is the first year. No, Stefan Diggs was there, but this is the first year he potentially has two other elite guys with him in Davis, Knox. And I'd even throw McKenzie in the mix. Like McKenzie. If he's like a featured guy and a team's playing man, McKenzie can eviscerate teams. Um the point is the Bills are a lot better. I don't but so are the uh I I mean are the Chiefs better? Like yes they are everywhere except high end, you know? Um unless JuJu is is JuJu of old, like that's that's in the realm too.
1: Yeah, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes though, bro.
0: Yeah, but the Bills have Josh Allen. That's a bit uh consensus finally the fantasy community got it right and they listed him ahead um i mean like do you if mahomes and kyler are healthy what do you think the odds are that mahomes scores more fantasy points than kyler Not like that like, you can't make you can't make no. I
1: think it's so so obviously Kyler is going to run for seven hundred yards and and add in some touchdowns or whatever. But I, honestly, to me, it's like I think it's kind of unknowable based on how aggressive or the, do the Chiefs want to be, right? Because like there are some of these games where uh, I I remember it, I, I remember like a Monday night game. Uh, shit, I I don't remember when the
0: Chiefs games. need to win games. Patrick Mahomes runs more when they don't need like against the Bills. Well, and- I,
1: I'm more saying I'm more saying like they do shit like uh, it was a Mon- I think it was a Monday night game maybe against the Ravens and Mahomes threw five touchdowns, four in the first half, and the fourth one was to an offensive lineman. Like they do, they do shit like that. But I think I do wonder if now they're entering into the period of the Reed Mahomes era, kind of like the Brady Belichick era, where it wasn't about like they they'd won all the awards, they put up all the stats they ever wanted to do. And it all just became about let's win 10 games, let's get to the playoffs, and let's win a Super Bowl. And I wonder if 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 that's where they have arrived as an organization, that's gonna have a negative impact on Mahomes' fantasy stats for sure.
0: Man, I just need to get some fucking bodies at tight end. Yeah, Um, I I
1: like our draft got dusted off at tight end. I
0: I might take four. I I wanted Brevin Jordan. I am taking four. Um I guess we're just swinging for the fences with all of our choices. I might even go five, man. (laughs) Like, Daniel Bellinger goes in round 17. What is that? That's That's not something you see every day. I really need Logan Thomas to come back healthy because I feel like this team can piece it together at wide receiver and running back and quarterback, but tight end, I could just be bleeding points to teams that have elite. What do you got at tight end?
1: Kyle Pitts and Tyler Higby. You at least
0: have, yeah. You could you could justify stopping that too if you. Tyler
1: were. Tyler Higby is the most boring guy who's going to finish tight end eight of all time. Like this Van Jefferson injury out. Od- Odell Beckham's not back. You know Robert Woods isn't there. Like he's just going to get eighty targets and score six touchdowns and be the tight end eight.
0: Yeah, tight end you can usually like fade the hype when like a guy like him became a expensive, right? Or whatever. Like last year, I had zero Higby, and everyone was falling over themselves to get him. And now this year, I'm back in when he's cheap, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't have, I don't have a ton of him, but like, I think talent wise, he's like, he's a worse player than someone like a Noah Fant, but he plays for the Rams, not the Seahawks. So that's a part of the equation.
1: Yeah. Uh, where, are you buying any of this Janu hype out of uh, out of Patriots training camp? Because I am.
0: Did you see like the the, the one t- tweet that was like amount of targets that players have? Yes, seen and so it was far? he.
1: It's he was. Uh, Damian uh,
0: Harris was like top four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is, is that? You're like Damian Harris was top four, and then and then there was like, oh, but they might try to trade him. Um, I don't know, man. Like I really like Tyquan Thornton out of New England, and I think he's threatening Jacoby Myers later in the season, but. I guess you got to get a little flop lag with with John, you know. I uh,
1: have you been. There's also been some drumbeat on Kendrick Bourne.
0: I have a plenty of Bourne. My, yeah, my Bourne I, I've
1: been trying to get more of him.
0: Yeah, you you are you probably reached a bit for him here, but it, like you you routinely kind of just get your guys in this range, and I think that's fine because yeah,
1: I, I I just like there's no difference between a 17th and a 20th round pick. Like I don't care.
0: Yeah, like the the. Like I remember the winning underdog team last year, not for like the contest, but for most points, weeks one through fourteen, it was like full of ADP reaches. The guy was just getting his guys, but the guys he was getting was like Len Fournette, James Conner, yeah. He so it was. It was like you know, if you were in the draft of him, you'd be like, oh, look at this idiot, you know, look at this Dave Kitchen, and then. <laughs> Boom, I mean, I just it,
1: it's like, it's like, obviously I'm not reaching 10 spots on a guy in the fifth round, but in the 15th, I'm doing it all the time, probably by more. Yeah. And I think that, I think you, I just think you should not be sweating like any, any, whatever difference you can make up with like correlation or drafting a guy with ceiling compared to drafting guys for like floors there, I, I think is just clearly the way to go.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, this is a rough, Rough group. I need to at least go four tight ends, but maybe five. Like I'm trying to assess the strength of my wide receivers right now. Running back, I'm rolling with five. I got four dudes who should be starters. Um, maybe oh JK. shit! I
1: just I just auto picked uh Laviska.
0: Oh, you <laughs> fell into a stack. At least that's your that's your key. Well, he too. was he was he was in my queue. Yeah. Um. I set positional limits on underdog yesterday before i autoed and then i did a stream with tj hernandez and i put a player in my queue but the positional limits overruled the queue is something i didn't know so i screwed our team late um if I'm you ever do you i, ever I do yeah late. i
1: have mine i have mindset how i actually draft my teams though so and and also i don't want to be screwed by uh the the queue like in a draft where like quarterbacks aren't going or something like auto drafting me multiple quarterbacks so i have my positional limits set two
0: six nine two for the auto draft i said it at two six seven three um because i again i knew i was going to start zero rb on all 50 if possible didn't happen but um yeah like if i was just doing pure auto i don't know what i would set it at probably something similar like just try to make quarterback work um god damn what a rough crew all right we're taking tyler conklin I guess Tommy uh,
1: Tremble, bro. I'm,
0: I honestly was about to click that button. Um, he is it, like, Ian
1: Tom, Ian Thomas is already hurt.
0: Well, and Ian Thomas is not a good pass catcher. Uh, Dan Arnold is an interesting foster moreau, like that's some contingent value at tight end. Uh,
1: what if Foster Moreau is the guy you need?
0: <laughs> he probably is a better piece with a four tight end build. Um, man, it's rough. Fuck it. We're doing five tight ends. This is not co-signed by anyone, but uh
1: <laughs> Liam, this is so bad. I don't
0: hate it. Like I guess You just what?
1: gotta you just gotta draft, you
0: just gotta draft with these idiot streamers. The EV <laughs> is so good. Honestly, most of this draft, I was just enthralled in the conversation to begin. But so my team turned out with Kyler Murray and Ryan Tannehill. We got five. Good running back pieces with DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, J.K. Dobbins, Cordero Patterson, and Alexander Madison. Our wide receivers, we like the top-end pieces, and we got some interesting pieces late. in Marquise Brown, Gabriel Davis, Traylon Burks, Crystal Lave, Tyler Boyd, Corey Davis, George Pickens, and Romeo Dubs. And then our tight end group, we threw shit at the wall, and we'll see what sticks, with Irv Smith, Logan Thomas, Greg Dolchitz, Tyler Conklin, and Tommy Tremble. <laughs> Um, you know, like, if you're going to piecemeal a position together, tight end feels like a one to do it with just through pure volume. And it just puts stress. I agree. You
1: do it with three.
0: Well, I don't think three is enough. When my three, like, if If I If you
1: swapped out Herb Smith for another running back, then then I like what you did way more. Five
0: tight ends is unconscionable. No, because Logan Thomas, like, I'm counting on him to return four weeks into the season at best. You know, so. Yeah, this I don't really, think I I don't think I've drafted Logan Thomas once. This is really a four tight end team that's hoping to get back Logan Thomas. You know, like which I don't I don't know if that's happening. I just know he has the upside. I know. And we're just we're betting on uh we're betting on Carson Wentz. Yeah, and like, you know, no one else is big on that team for red zone role. Um I I just saw you took Trey Sermon. Are you buying that he is yep. yeah? So
1: I I, I talked about not hedging against myself, but I think it would be a stone cold disaster if you have a big Tyrion Davis price position to not start taking some Trey Sermon, because this is not one beat writers thing. This is not one athletic article. This is not one fan blog. This is every person on the team at the camp, the coaches, the other running backs. They are all saying Trey Sermon is the second running back.
0: So, here's the only thing I'll say. The the most recent news, it seemed a little bit like... A little bit better for us. Well, the most recent news, it seemed like they were doing... Tra- like, they were running Trey Sermon because they want him to run in the preseason game. Well, is- TDP is also playing, and they're both going to play in this preseason game. That's that's going to be some important tape for us to watch.
1: I... Well, I just think, they- if, if TDP sucks in that game, that is bad for us.
0: That's rough, yes. The, uh... There was like a college kid who just graduated and is a beat reporter for the 49ers. And he wrote something about Trey Sermon. And I asked him, I said, How is Tyrion Davis Price looked? And he said, He's looked good. I like him in uh, draw runs, you know? So it's like, Oh, okay. At least there's. Something. I mean, I, I think at this point, what we are hoping. I agree that, with you, though. We, we need some sermon. I need some sermon in my bags.
1: But I think, minimum, what we are hoping for right now is that he can beat out Jeff Wilson for Jeff Wilson's role. Right. Because Jeff Wilson has been a, a good soldier for the Fortnite. Like he is going to go to the practice squad and not complain. You know, so if he can just be ahead of, of Jeff Wilson, that's
0: probably a win. Um for managed, I have a team where I like I love my I started zero running back on the the main event and I started with five um wide receivers. I got Kyler Murray and my tight ends are Knox and Albert O. I think my running backs are, like, Damian Harris and Elijah Mitchell. And something I'm thinking about doing on that team is also taking Tyrion Davis-Price, Trey Sermon, and Jeff Wilson, just being like, I'm going to get... What is the- up with your fucking gigabrain taking four guys from this? No. I, I, at best- I'll, draw, I'll drop the two. I'll drop the two I don't want, like, week one, trade them out. Yeah, and- but th-
1: that's getting you, at best, one good starter, whereas you could be taking Tyler Beatty... And Pierre Strong and Ty Montgomery, or whatever. Like, I think that's, I think taking,
0: it depends who's available, but
1: I think taking a second one of them, I think taking one of Sermon or TDP or Jeff Wilson Jr. is totally fine. I totally have no pro. Like, I, uh, I think taking Rashad White and Keyshawn Vaughn together is totally fine. I think taking Pierre Strong and Ty Montgomery together is, is strong, but taking all four of them is terrible.
0: Um, no, it really depends like earlier in the offseason i was taking some teams with eno benjamin and count ingram and it's like that's that's fine you're taking two of them it's it's the you're you are you are but, uh you are underestimating the value of just a roster spot yeah i mean for the main event though when my five wide receivers are like cooper cup you know like judy's my fifth um I can throw some darts at wide receiver but am I might do I really want ever want to be starting these darts over these guys and like I can find the darts Well baby maybe.
1: maybe what if what if your dart is what if your dart is Wondell Robinson and he has 11 catches in week 1 maybe maybe you will
0: Oh god that's that's you're
1: not d- a- Dude you're trying to win you're trying to win million dollars again you're not trying to you're not trying to advance your like i i think i think you need to be more aggressive in the main event with weird construction and stuff like that than it. This,
0: this is aggressive it's not trying to advance. no dude this is
1: this is the ultimate 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 five condom play
0: no it's choosing a team that the running back position is going to be ultra valuable
1: but what if it's not what if what if they have a multi-way timeshare and trey lance is the goal line back
0: like you might have you might have three guys who are all useless Yeah, and then I drop them, and I pick, and I blow my fab, and I change them out. Like it gives me time until the season starts to see how the dust settles, and then literally week week one, someone's gonna, there's gonna be a Cordell Patterson, there's gonna be a whoever, drop all my guys or take the keep the top two and churn them out. Um, I don't know. It's it's something I thought about. I'm not I'm not dead set on doing it. Here, I'll, I'll show I'll show that team real quick. I,
1: I totally I get what you're saying, and I have no I I think maybe even if does Jeff Wilson Jeff Wilson probably is not a 20th round pick on FFPC.
0: I would not include Jeff. I don't think it would probably be just the three sermon. Just, just Nicole, the three, just the three.
1: I think is 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 not great, but fine. I don't know. I mean, I did uh, Pete and I have done this before. We took. We took both of the Steelers handcuff running backs last year, Snell and McFarland. Drop, I mean, dropped them both. Obviously.
0: Um, how do I get in this fucking thing? Here we go. All right, so here's the team. Why is it not showing you that?
1: Tough scenes. I saw. I saw Albert O. peeking out though. So you got the tight end one.
0: Well, I really love. Yeah, like uh, the Knox Albert O. pairing. I love at tight end, where.
1: You know you know who is uh you know who's tight end eligible on FFPC.com? dot Taysom Hill. Yeah. I, I have him on like
0: every single one of my main event teams. Yeah. I mean, do just imagine winning the main event because Taysom is is the starting I he's mean less, he's less powerful in the main event. So here's my Oh, totally less powerful. I totally agree. Because it's because it's one point five points per catch. So here's my team. We went Cooper Cup, Tyreek, AJ Brown, Marquise Brown, Judy. Loving that I got Mitchell as my RB one and Murray to go with Brown, and then I got Knox and Albert O for the tight ends. Got the last like the thing about the FFBC if you've not been doing these drafts is like you know you don't want to be taking like usually you don't want to be taking these running backs, but you everyone is so thirsty that after like even after Albert O like now I have to go Khalil Herbert and now look who's getting back to me like Tyrion Davis Price didn't even make it back to me so that. That plan is no longer an option, you know. But, but
1: Trey Sermon like... is a fine pick here because Trey Sermon is ahead anyway.
0: Yeah, and Checo went here, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do Sermon here. Like I'm not handcuffing the Mitchell pick this early. It would it was more like if I could wait, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. But I made a mistake made a mistake on some of my other teams starting zero RB where it's like maybe I do two tight ends and it's like holy shit my RB one is like Alexander Madison. Like, I'm really gonna need to piecemeal this together. Um, Davis and I are gonna do a main event team, maybe just Davis and I, maybe me, Davis, Kyle, Dvorak. I'm gonna be streaming quite a bit. We should should definitely do that. I
1: and you guys, I, I, we should do it during the day, like a 1 p.m. one. Like, those it's so much easier for me to do daytime ones. Well, so
0: I mean, if we wanted to, and if it works for Kyle, we could do it tomorrow. I can't do it tomorrow. I'm, All right, we're not I'm doing ge- it tomorrow. I'm, I'm getting okay, married. It, it, obviously not. All right. Well, that's something to loop in later. Um, yeah, and I something I like. I like streaming with you and Kyle too because we don't always agree, you know. And I don't.
1: Yeah, I imagine don't really agreeing. Agree. Imagine agreeing with everything this guy who won fucking a million dollars playing, playing fantasy football, <laughs> football
0: says. I would never do that.
1: Um. Well, I think I got you onto some players that. that Dude, uh, you. I mean, I got to give you credit. You were the one who even pointed out to me that Tayson was tight end eligible
0: yeah i mean like
1: probably my biggest thing from this off season i actually just stole from you
0: yeah i mean uh, that's cool you're not the you're not the first guy to to take from a smaller creator here but
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't actually create anything these days though is the funny thing
0: uh that's hilarious um all right man well i don't want to take all your time how about you tell the people what you got coming down the pipeline and then i'll do the same and we'll get out of here
1: yeah i got nothing there's a, a really good take cast uh with joe holka that came out yesterday that i think people will will be interested in and uh i'll be out of town for 10 days so don't bother me um you can subscribe you can subscribe to my patreon if you want to give me a wedding present patreon.com slash cast and uh yeah keep keep these streets keep these streets busy for
0: me buddy I did, uh, Dave Kitchen's gonna be coming on with me next week. We're working Amazing! Out we're gonna live a little. Yeah, we're gonna live a little with Dave, so maybe even we'll do a drafters. I don't know. Uh, really depends where, I mean, what he wants to show off with Spike Week or whatnot, I guess. Um, tomorrow, I got a stream with Pat Corain I'm really looking forward to. We're gonna discuss his article and some of, my, some of my thoughts on it. Um, and then I'm gonna be having some streams next week at night with some of my friends from home some of the people from my fantasy football league some of the normies you know introducing them to best ball and whatnot i'm getting friends sending me puppy screenshots and my friend and their teams are terrible (laughs) my friend Tolan's like oh zero rb i'll give it a try and he's four running backs or madison Alagier, like mckinnon and like chris evans or something i was like League winner. This is not this is not what it what it was. Um, you know, he had to get his whatever. Um, but that's all we got for today. Make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, you know, super follow Davis or something. If I don't think he has that turned on, but it's his I wedding, think, guys.
1: I I think I do. Uh I don't know how to give you any benefits for it, but I promise you if you find a way to super follow me, I will respond to your DMs at a hundred percent clip.
0: Find a way to send Davis some money, either through PayPal, whatever. Buy him a beer, guys. I'm sending him a little birth, uh, a little uh, wedding present, and uh, peace I, out. I, I took my I took my ETH tag out of my out of my handle. I should I should put it back. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> look real quick. We'll look at that. But I don't think you do. But like, you have to turn on Super Follow. I I know I
1: know, I know I am eligible. I know I am eligible for it. You're eligible cuz your over
0: 10k but you don't have it turned on. Um, okay,
1: let's see if I can let's see if I can figure this out.
0: Davis is going to try to turn it on. It might be something you have to like request, I don't know. But super follow him guys. It's his wedding. Buy this <laughs> man a fucking beer. Think of how much laughs Davis has given you over Oh my god, the sex box coming at the end. Think of how many laughs this man has given you over the course of the over the years, you know? Buy Amazing. this man a beer. He just said he said he doesn't drink, but buy him a jewel for his for his wedding. Oh, process.
1: I can I can turn this on.
0: Turn it on, dude. Why not? Uh,
1: what should what should my introduction be? I no, do you Support want to share your, your screen people. so you
0: can show the people what this looks like?
1: Uh, how do I share my screen on
0: StreamYard? Starting... Uh, you just click share right now, I think, and I and I say okay, or just or just goes. Because many of us probably me included, will never reach 10,000 followers on twitter.com.
1: Probably giving away some personal information somehow here.
0: Here, do you got it? Um, I don't see it. You click okay. share on the bottom here. Oh, wait,
1: wait, wait. Here we go.
0: Okay, you want me to add this? Yeah. Okay. So you
1: can see it just tells me I got to I gotta add an introduction.
0: We'll skip that for now just write like a letter and just see if you can set the like the i think it's like you just set the amount um to yeah i'm not i'm not doing this this is too much this is all too right much. we <laughs> will he'll he'll figure this out he's gonna get it set up though his homework right now is get that set up so that we can buy him a beer for his wedding peace out guys later dude